I'm Valerie Richardson, and I'm very happy to be here with you this afternoon at WPKN.org. And I'm really happy, especially right now, to welcome to the airwaves Ruby Gonzalez-Hernandez and Brianna Williams, who are going to be talking about an event coming up this uh, this coming Sunday. So welcome. Glad to have, have you guys on the on the air. Thank you so much for having us. We're really happy um, for the invitation. And Ruby, I spoke with you last, I think maybe two years ago, um, you and a, a bunch of artists who were participating in a in a um, almost year-long project at ArtSpace came in to talk about your exhibition that had just gone up. And since that time and, and during the summer, ArtSpace well, it has not quit to it's existing, but it's um, just been, there's been such an explosion of, well, that's not probably even the right word, um, you know, of, of things happening mm-hmm. in the visual arts community of, and very negative and ne- negative things, just um, a lot of upheaval and um, all of a sudden what it seemed like mm-hmm. such a, such a strong institution in New Haven um, is not going to be in that location anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But you are, you two are, are and, and probably many others are coming together to form form some new community in the arts. So why don't you talk about what's happening this coming Sunday? Yeah, I'd say it's in a way not new. I'd say like that folks have always been around uh, doing some sort of community organizing to protect each other's safety and to look out for one another. Um so this Artist State of the Union is for artists, arts workers, and community organizers to discuss the current crisis in the greater New Haven arts community. Um, all of these things happening um, due to consequence is, you know, not by accident. This is an intentional space that we've collectively been creating, um, and we're going to hear directly from one another without influence and without fear of retaliation, and to collectively address the harm that has perpetually shown up in arts-related spaces. Yeah, we really wanted to, this is Brianna, by the way, um, we really wanted to come together to kind of have these conversations collectively that we've been having in silos and individually. And a lot of the things that we're going to hear, um, that we're going to discuss are situations where institutions have perpetuated harm that have greatly impacted artists, arts workers, arts organizers, and and the community at large in ways that are just literally not okay. Um, And I I don't don't really know how else to say it, but we've been coming to terms with the fact that, like, if we don't talk about it, if we protect these secrets, these things that are happening, they'll just continue, and, and things will continue to be harmful for us. And this historical amnesia is once again perpetuated where, yes, it'll happen. Folks behind closed doors will, like, be outraged. But, like, what happens then, you know? And so often arts workers and artists are the folks that are really on the front lines of these institutions, putting their faces out there, putting their artwork out there and associating with these brands for resources, for space. And so often people don't even know, like, you know, when we close the gallery doors, what really happens in that office and how that actually impacts their community and the way that each individual is able to show up for one another and in their community. And um, we're noticing a lot of places collapsing. um, And, you know, that that presents a crisis, right? Obviously, artists need space to show their work to... 
to create in and we need safe spaces most of all. So we're trying to really find the opportunity in it. And what can we recreate? What can we build for one another that that actually values and intentionally thinks about our safety? So why don't you talk a little bit about the the where the where's and the wins of, of where this is all happening and how people um, can register. Um, I know that you 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 were looking for a, a specific community of people. So why don't you talk about who um, who you're expecting to attend and and where they can register and where they will be gathering on Sunday? Absolutely. So. When we say artists, we mean musicians, painters, printmakers, dancers, filmmakers, choreographers, muralists, textile artists, you know. Um, by arts workers, we mean anyone who works at an arts institution or nonprofit um, who is not an executive director. Um, arts administrators, art preparers, curators, studio assistants, and folks who are also like independent contractors or subcontractors um and by community organizer we mean um, an individual who works together who works to bring together and mobilize people within a specific community and advocates for the interests and well-being of the community they may serve and um particularly we also want to include culture bearers and producers um so this event is happening sunday august 27th uh from 2 to 6 p.m and we will provide dinner at 6 p.m. And this is taking place at Bergamo Theater in Fairhaven, um, my neighborhood where I live. And the address is 491 Blatchley Avenue, New Haven, Connecticut, 06513. And, and I just want to um, add to that, Ruby. So, you know, there's going to be a few things happening at this event. We're going to connect and like as individuals, as people and as artists, we're going to hold space for the harm. We're going to listen to what happened and like just kind of be there and say, listen, we believe you. This was not OK. You're not going crazy. There's a lot of gaslighting that happens in our community. Also, not perpetuated by the individuals, but but by the people protecting the institutions. Right. And we want to say, hey, this happened to you and it's not OK. And this is a space to begin the healing practice to begin saying it out loud and you're in safe space here and that's really why we don't necessarily want executive directors in this space because a lot of times they can make people feel unsafe because it's their job to protect their institution and uh and lead that vision and and lead the vision that that essentially that like continues the harm so we're going to listen and then we're going to make a plan. We're going to get together and collect some data. We're going to, we have surveys ready for folks to kind of answer. And we want to get it out to the whole community. So as many artists in, in New Haven, we're focused on New Haven, but this is collectively for the state of Connecticut. Um, we really want to get this data so that we can kind of share with them, hey, listen, this is the impact of your work. It might not have been intentional. It might not have been, and it might have been intentional, but it might not have been intentional, but this is how it's really impacting us. Like, this is how this lives in our bodies. And factually, like, it happened. It's, like, not deniable. And so we're asking we're asking them, like, what, what are you going to do about it? Can you please do something about it? <laughs> because, like, if you don't, like... Um, we're going to continue to be harmed. We're going to continue to be starving. We're going to continue to not be able to pay our bills and pay our rent. We're going to, we're going to, like, folks have left the arts world. Folks have decided, okay, I'll take my skills elsewhere. People are leaving New Haven. People are leaving their arts admin jobs. People, artists are going, going away. And that's, and as part of that is normal, but also that's what happens when you don't perpetuate a culture of belonging. And that's what I did. 
Yeah. I stopped working in the arts as a arts professional. I work as an artist, but I don't make my money in the arts anymore um, because it's. I've had so many experiences where I just had to. Uh, I just had to feel unsafe to get the job done, or I had to push past my capacity. Um, and I think you know so we're noticing all these places collapsing. We're noticing all these spaces being diminished and, and taken away. And it's not by accident. Like it's, it's on purpose because they're not sustainable, right? The things that they're doing are not sustainable. The way that they're using their money is not sustainable. And we really want to have a creative space to kind of dig in and, and give our impact because not give our impact, but give our input. Um, because I think it should matter. Um, yeah. You're listening to listener-supported WPKN in Bridgeport at 89.5 FM. I'm Valerie Richardson. I'm speaking with artist Ruby Gonzalez-Hernandez and Brianna Williams about an event that's taking place this coming Sunday, the 27th. Um, and what are the hours? It's going to be 2 to 6 p.m. 2, two to um, 6 p.m. And this is at Bergamas Theater, which is also in, in, in Erector Square um, and on the, I guess, like western end of Erector Square. Um, so, and that'll right. be... It's easy, easy to find, Botchley Avenue. I yeah, I have to. This it's also my neighborhood, so I have to to attend part of it. And I'm just, I'm very, I just am really curious to hear what people are talking about. And and you know, a lot of us come together at say yearly with open studios, which is not happening this year, except as uh, some artists who have organized around Erector Square and some other parts of New Haven and. Um, which Westville, is a, yeah, and, and that's a totally that's a totally different scene. But I haven't really ever been around, say, a large group of of artists of creative people who are really talking about these issues. And and I also think I've worked in the arts for a really long time. And I, I also think about when you say you don't want um, executive directors, you're you know you, you don't want the 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 people who are have been in power. And then also always hand in hand with that is the, the arts happen because of the donor base. And I, yeah. and I think sometimes that, um, you know, people, there's, there's no, um, <laughs> there's no, how would you put it? Truth in advertising with arts organizations. There, there are a lot of things that happen that people who are contributing might not know about. And, and not, mm-hmm. not to say that every, you know, everything is, is corrupt and awful. Um, there's certainly been some wonderful things that are some wonderful things in, in New Haven and, and everywhere. But, um, you know, there are a lot of things that, as you said, don't, don't get talked about. Definitely. And I wanted to add to your point that um, a lot of the decision making uh, is also happening uh, from the donor base and and from the board members. Um, And I I did want to include, I don't know if that's something that we put in our marketing, um, but yeah, if you're someone that has enough power to make someone feel unsafe and you actively do that, um, we just want you to sit this one out. We want to have a a transformative conversation with you at a later time, but we're at this process where we need to get it out without feeling judged, without feeling like there could be consequences to my job um, or my money, you know? So Mm -hmm. just any executive directors or board members that are listening, we just want to say like a conversation is coming and it will be inclusive and it will be transformative, but they're, we, we do want accountability at a later time. 
or right now, but just not on Sunday. <laughs> So, so you're gonna have you're gonna have some conversations. I guess it's just uh, is this structured in any way? On on you, will you have panels? Do you have particular people who will be speaking? Um, what what kind yeah, of? We'll mm-hmm. yeah. we'll have a group of artist speakers. Uh, we have somebody from New London. We have a bunch of New Haveners, um, and they'll be talking directly about their experiences. Um, and, you know, we've prepared a care team to watch out for folks who may need um, extra support or just a different type of support. Um, yeah, and, and I also want to add that not only will they be addressing their harm, but they'll be sharing how they've navigated through that, right? So that's an offering that they're giving to every person in the audience and every person in the room that can really take that in and say, okay, this is how my community handled this situation what can i how can i apply that to my life and we really want people to know that like you can get through this um and you are safer with collective power so so you're basically launching this this ship upon the the water on sunday and you then we'll be surveying people and you really don't know what the the outcome is going to be what the next direction will be we do, we do in some sense, like we're leaving some parts of it open for the community to collectively decide, but we know that we'll be publishing our data publicly and sending it to direct um, executive directors or leadership at nonprofits to mm-hmm. give them sort of like a health report, like, hey, this is, this is how this impacted us and this is what we suggest and can you step in front of this and let us know how you're going to move differently? Um, and, and yeah, so I don't know if you're, I think you said you're from New Haven, uh, but we, there is a cultural equity plan that a lot of our um, arts nonprofits signed and agreed to follow these rules. And what we're finding is that they're not actually being equitable in their practices, in their policies. And so how do we, is it, is it, so we want to really ask the question, like, is the cultural equity plan enough? Can we do more? Do we need to make amendments? And yeah, so there, there's, there's structure and it's also some parts of it will be open. Mm. Now, why don't you talk a little bit about the, the, the cultural equity plan? Uh, yeah, so the cultural equity plan was created by a group of New Haven artists and creatives, yeah. creatives um, and it and in, in the equity plan, it tells you how to create cultural equity within your institution. And that might look like, you know, hiring locally, prioritizing hiring black and brown folks. Um, and there's workbook exercises to, to, begin, to begin that stage of like understanding, okay, what even is cultural equity? What, what does diversity look like? Like what does inclusion look like? And so we encourage everybody in the uh, in New Haven to read that, um, and it's available on the City of New Haven's website. Yep, it's available on the website, and we we want to really dive into it and see is this is this serving us, and if not, in what ways and how we can amend that. Mm. You know, it's, it's interesting because I was having almost this, this exact same kind of conversation with someone um, a little bit over an hour ago, and, and we were talking about the climate and talking about and and, um, and there's a, a, a movement to have a, a Connecticut Green Amendment, uh, guaranteed mm-hmm. rights, 
uh, guaranteed rights. And they were talking about the, the, the action that just happened in Montana where they did have, and this is really parallel to you, they do have something in their constitution that's been there for a long time about um, guaranteeing environmental rights, but that had not been upheld by mm. by, the, by the state. And so they went to court and, and they, they won their case. It was, a, it was particularly, I think, a lot of young people. So, oh, wow. so yes, it sounds, it sounds very familiar. Um, when, was, when was this plan developed and who, who did it? It's both of us collectively. Uh, I want to say like 10 or so weeks ago, we've like officially hit the ground running and planning stuff. But we've been thinking about this for, I want to say, over the past year, even talking to folks. Right. Yeah, definitely. 2022. Yeah. Um, Probably spring of 2022 is when we really started having these conversations like, hey, what even is a union? Can we have that? Can what's we a, have a union for artists? Like, <laughs> like what's a guild? Um, and, and like, yeah, like just kind of exploring it and, and talking with our peers. Um, someone asked me um, a little while ago, like, what was the last straw that made you want to do this? And I honestly, I almost didn't have an answer but the first thing that I thought of was when I was I was 19 years old, I was uh, permitted to being a manager at a local nonprofit arts gallery. Um, and uh, every spring and every fall at the start of the uh, college semester, um, we would get we, we, the team was we were a team of like four um, doing big programming. And um we would get an army of interns, of young people uh, to help uh, make the programming happen essentially. Um, and so I would train folks in like, here's the restroom, um, as like operations manager or whatever. And what I literally did was I would take the employee handbook and I would bring folks to the basement under the guise of like, Oh, let me show you around. I would go over the manual. And at the end of it all, I would say, listen, this is how, this is what the workload is. I don't want you to hurt yourself working here. I don't want you to push yourself past your capacity and get sick because these folks are unfortunately going to emotionally use you to get the work done, to make the work happen, because the work, quote unquote, has to happen. Um, But it doesn't have to happen in this way. And like, thinking back on it now, like I'm 25 now, I, I was 19 then, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because I, I, I can't, I can't imagine a 19 year old having to go through that uh, one being the manager and perhaps not being all the way ready for that um, but two, like putting myself putting themselves on the line to protect um, your staff uh, unfortunately like I don't regret that at all um, but it just goes to show how badly we need change in this community um, and like I, I would do it again to be honest yeah you bring up a great point um like young people deserve better. We all deserve better. Um, and I, I just want to explore what we can do about that. Mm. Uh, I think it's really convenient that folks don't want us to be organized. People don't want us to be having these conversations. Mm-hmm. It's really convenient. But um, I, think, I think 
there's it's just high time that this happens. Uh, no more. Like I'm just sick of seeing my friends burnt out. I'm sick of seeing my friends physically ill from their workloads. Um, I'm sick of seeing my friends drop their creative practices, lose their spark. Uh, and I just feel like, yeah, like I said, young people deserve better. We deserve better. And I don't want to become the people that perpetuate the harm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want to be that. What can I do about it? But I want better organize. for all of us. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good point. And, and, you know, if you are, if you are an artist, if you are a creative person, you, you, and you want to work in the industry, you are often putting yourself into whatever the situation is. And exactly as Ruby was saying, and I know Ruby, my, my daughter was one of your interns, Ruby, and she had a tremendous ex- respect for you. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love your daughter. Um, so it's, 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 it's very interesting. I am going to attend and at least part of it on Sunday um, as, a, as an artist myself. And I really look forward to, to meeting people and, and hearing a lot about what's going on. And could you, once again, before we close out here, give, uh, just give the information about where people can find this online and sign up and what the hours and, and everything is for Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'd actually um, like it if folks could RSVP. Um, you could do so. Um, there's a link on our Instagram or, or, or my Instagram um, under the name at uh, fair uh, dash side. Um, underscore side, excuse me, uh, on Instagram. Um, you could click the link in the bio. Um, and it's just a Google form, you know, asking about your dietary restrictions and your pronouns and uh, your name. Uh, we want to prepare the space for you. Um, and it's happening this Sunday at Bergamo's Theater uh, from 2 to 6 p.m. And then the address, oops, the address is 491 Blatchley Avenue in New Haven, Connecticut. Well, thank you so much, Ruby and Brianna, and I look forward to uh, to seeing you and, and, and meeting you, Brianna, on, on Sunday. I look forward to uh, hearing, hearing the conversations. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us your platform today, Valerie. Um, hopefully, I see you on Sunday. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.